0: After a brutal start to this homestand, the Mariners pick up a pair of wins and their third consecutive series victory in less than 24 hours. We're going to be talking about it all, as well as Seattle's need for an outfielder in the wake of Taylor Trammell's injury here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Locked On Mariners podcast brought to you by the Sports Card Investor app. Welcome to the world of trading cards reimagined. Stay tuned later on in the show for more information on this awesome new tool for collectors. You'll want to check out the Sports Card Investor app. It is Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. And thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am your host, Taddean Gonzalez, joined as always by my co Colby Patnode. We cover the Mariners over at InsideTheMariners.com for Fan Nation over on the Sports Illustrated Network. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at lo underscore Mariners. Follow Inside the Mariners at Inside Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, C A N E G N Z L Z, and Colby at C Pat eleven, that's C P A T one one. Be sure to also check out our Patreon over at Patreon.com forward slash Control the Zone. We post two additional podcasts on there every single. week. Week And if this is your first time joining us here on the Lockdown Mariners podcast, welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell and give this video a thumbs up. We greatly appreciate it. The Mariners have won another series. Look at that. And they have clenched a winning month of June. They win 9-3 on Wednesday afternoon. Yes, they actually scored runs in a Wednesday afternoon game. Can you believe it? They did it. They did a lot of scoring today. They dropped three in the second inning and then exploded for six in the fourth, including an absolute bomb from Julio Rodriguez that went into the second deck. Colby... Is Julio cementing himself as a repeat AL Rookie of the Month winner?
1: Uh, certainly seems likely, especially with kind of a lack of competition um, from the other rookies. Um, you know, Pena missed most of, the, uh, most of the month, so that was obviously going to be helpful to Julio. But, uh, yeah, he's had a very solid month. I was just looking at the numbers uh, this morning, actually. And, uh, you know, it's definitely not been as good as May, but it's still been very good. Um, to the tune of, it's a little bit different. Last month, Julio really hit for a ton of average. This month, he's sitting about 270, uh, mm-hmm. which is still plenty of average, but he's walking a lot more, so his on-base percentage actually is higher this month than it was last month. Uh, you add it all together, his WR, not including today's game, was just 3% lower in the month of June than it was May. Uh, he said six home runs in the last uh, three weeks, basically. Uh, and, yeah, he's got an outside shot to be at 2020, um, you know, by the all-star break, which is impressive no matter who you are, but it seems, you know, more impressive when it's coming from a 21 year old. So he's got a good shot at it. I would say, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. It Ultimately does it really matter that much in the, in the grand scheme of things? No, but would it be cool for him to have it? Does he deserve it? Yeah. And obviously, if you can start stacking up these rookie of the month uh, awards, honors, really, then the uh, the big prize, the American League Rookie of the Year prize is uh, certainly right around the corner. So uh, Julio's looking great. And, uh, you know, he's he's doing a little bit of everything for Seattle right now to help him win.
0: Yeah, we'll see how it goes with, you know, Adley Rutschman's had a pretty good month of June. Bobby Wood Jr.'s had a pretty good month of June, so those guys might be in the mix there as well. But yeah, like you said, if he keeps on rattling off these AL Rookie of the Month honors— Pretty good shot. He's going to end up being the rookie of the year in the American League, which, by the way, you should care about if you're a Mariners fan. Aside from just being a Julio fan, aside from just rooting for Julio himself, the Mariners would also get a draft pick out of that. What we believe to be a third round draft pick, uh, if uh, if he wins the uh, AL Rookie of the Year, so
1: possibly more. Um, there's some mm-hmm. language that's a little weird, but it, it it there is some thought that it could be up to three picks. Wow. Uh, the first of which would just be after the compensatory rounds. It doesn't specify compensatory round A or B. We're assuming hmm. B because after compensatory round A is the top 40 pick.
0: Yeah.
1: It seems high, but maybe that's the case.
0: Yeah, maybe that's the case. But, yeah, because the Mariners added him to the uh, to the Major League roster right out of the gate, didn't service time him. They are eligible for uh, draft pick compensation if he ends up winning AL Rookie of the Year. Pretty cool stuff. Um, so Sam Haggerty was the other really big story in this game. Honestly, the, the entire bottom of the order for the Mariners uh, was a pretty big story. They uh, – they go, let's see here. They went a they, they had eleven at bats and they got three they got six hits. So they went six for eleven, the seven, eight, nine hitters. That's Abraham Toro, Adam Frazier, and Sam Haggerty. And Haggerty goes three for three in his first game uh since being called back up. He had a couple doubles in this game, too. Dude was uh it's good. Good day for for Sam Haggerty. He's uh you know, when he's played this year, I know he's not exciting when you look at him. He doesn't have a particular tool that stands out, but he he helps defensively and he's hitting a little bit right now. I feel like considering what else you have on the roster, who else is getting at bats on the roster right now, Sam Haggerty should probably be playing every day, right?
1: I mean, probably not every day, but yeah, there's not a ton of options out there, especially with the Loss of Taylor Trammell, unfortunately. Um, It's, you know, we're talking about a bench that most days is going to include Andrew Knapp and Dylan Moore, Abraham Toro, and Marcus Wilson, I guess, now. Mm. So kind of need somebody to step up big. And and today, Toro uh, also had two doubles. Um, Toro's were a little more traditional, I would say. Mm. Um, But it's just good to see him, you know, hit with some authority. Um, yeah, Haggerty is, is a guy who does a lot of things well for you. He's got a pretty good swing against righties. It's a, it's a line drive approach from both sides, obviously plus speed. Saw that on the bunt single, um, and just kind of a weird circuit circus of, of moments for the Baltimore Orioles, uh, in the, in the second inning there. Um, was it the fourth? They kind of run together, but, uh, yeah, he does a lot of things. Well, he puts the ball in play. He runs very well. He's a pretty good defender. He can play. Just about anywhere, at least, you know, competently. Uh, you don't mm-hmm. love him at shortstop, but you know, you don't love Dylan Moore at shortstop either. You just kind of get away with it for a little while. So yeah. uh yeah, he he's gonna start to play a lot because we know that the Jesse Winker suspension is coming, we know the JP Crawford suspension is coming. Um, and it sure seems likely that the Mariners would opt to stagger those. Yeah. Um, so there's a good shot Haggerty's up for a couple weeks and uh He's going to get a shot because like you said, I mean, it's, it's, we're talking about, is it really that bad to bench Adam Frazier or Abraham Toro or, or Dylan Moore in favor of Sam Haggerty no. or he even might Justin be Upton? Than, <laughs> right. He might be better than all those guys. He's definitely yeah. better than a couple of them. So, um, yeah, he just, he does a lot, you know, ham Swaggerty brings, brings something to the table. Uh, it's really good guy to have in your organization and, uh, Hopefully he gets a little bit of a run here. I mean,
0: yeah, they probably shouldn't have sent him down when they did. I, no. I think he, I think he absolutely should have stayed up, uh, especially when they ended up bringing Drew Ellis and Kevin Padlow after he was sent down. That Sam Haggerty just makes more sense for this roster mm-hmm. at this point. And so, and look, he's a guy that puts the ball in play. Like you said, he makes a lot of contact. That helps. You know, been mm-hmm. quite a few strikeouts, especially in some big spots. we saw that in uh on on monday night's game uh as well you know just got opportunities and you're just basically throwing them away um you know and and because you just can't make contact in in key moments and so you know Haggerty helps with that um you know lastly uh before we go on to our next segment i want to talk about ken giles uh here because he he Uh, showed up in this game. It was garbage time. It was 9-3. to Game was pretty much in hand for the Mariners. Uh, But he looked good. Uh, Slider heavy again, uh, which is interesting. You know, he's been, you know, he he historically has mixed in um, the fastball and the slider pretty equally, but so far since he's been up with the Mariners, it's been mostly slider with the fastball mixed in about a third of the time. Um, And so it was Pretty much, that's what the case was today. Uh, ten sliders, uh, three whiffs on the sliders uh, on the slider as well, and he had uh, two strikeouts in this game. He did have a walk, uh, but Giles has looked solid. What have you seen from him over his uh, first few opportunities?
1: Yeah, um, you know, kind of what you expect from a guy coming off with of Tommy John. Uh, it's the stuff looks okay, certainly good enough. Uh, the command and control it's a little up in the air, uh, from pitch to pitch even. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, to me, it looks exactly like I would expect from a guy coming off of Tommy John. Uh, he's going to have some blow up outings. That's just going to happen, uh, for him, but, uh, it's not going to be because of the stuff it's going to be because, you know, he falls behind and he feels like he has to groove a fastball because he doesn't have a good feel for his slider. Like that, that's what's going to happen to Ken Giles, but stuff wise, it looks pretty good. Uh, Threw a couple really uh filthy sliders today. I think he had uh three whiffs on six swings on that pitch and the fastball mm-hmm. velocity is uh is fine right now. You know, it's ninety-four, ninety-five. Um again, walks are a little elevated right now. That's totally expected. Uh but the stuff is good and you know, you hope that someone somewhere along the line. Uh you're using non blowout situations where he can actually uh get you a big out in the seventh or eighth inning. Um, and you know he, the stuff wise, he can do that right now. It's just a matter of hammering out the the control and command issues.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know that would be a, a big help for this uh, for this Mariners bullpen if he's actually going to be useful. And it's honestly pretty surprising that he has been as effective as he's been thus far because the uh, rehab assignment that he went on both between High A and Triple A were it was awful (laughs) he looked really really bad so maybe that was just a matter of him just working on some things and and him unfortunately paying the price on on a couple of uh bad pitches while working on some things down there but um so far so good for for Ken Giles and that would certainly help if he can actually uh contribute pretty consistently we're gonna be talking about Robbie Ray who uh provided a, a lot of fun last night in the Mariners first win of this series Uh, in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by the Sports Card Investor app. Now, Colby and I have run a few card giveaways in the past and they've always done pretty well. So I assume we have quite a few investors and casual card collectors tuning into us right now. And uh, we have a great new app to tell you about, the Sports Card Investor app. It is a one-stop shop for all your card collecting needs. You can check the market activity and trends for over six. 630,000 cards see all the ebay listings and make purchases right through the app and with julio rodriguez adding to his al rookie of the month bid with another home run today let's just say his cards have gone up even more how much so well you should download the sports card investor app right now on your mobile device to find out it's available for free on the google play and apple app stores or you can go to sportscardinvestor.com forward slash locked on You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. The Mariners won a tight game last night. It took them all the way into the bottom of the eighth before they could actually get on the scoreboard. They win two to nothing. They shut out the Orioles. And thanks in large part to Robbie Ray, who had one of his best starts of the year. He was fantastic. Uh, He went back to the... Uh, sinker quite a bit, the two-seam fastball quite a bit. Uh, he generated uh, eight whiffs Uh, on, on that pitch, six whiffs on the slider, three whiffs on the forcing fastball, uh, 32.3% called strike plus whiff rate on the uh, slider and sinker combined. We also saw the knuckle curve three times again in this, uh, in this start. So, uh, he's using a little bit of everything and it's, it's really working for him. He's keeping the ball on the ground. Uh, he's generating a lot of weak contact. He only gave up two hard hit balls. In this game. He did walk three and there were some arm side misses. He wasn't perfect by any means, but Colby, I I I don't know. You know, I I know the opponent quality hasn't been great over his last four starts. I mean, he did pretty well against the Red Sox, but aside from that, you know, the when he pitched against the Angels, there was no Otani, there was no Jared Walsh, and then the other two starts have been against the A's and and now the Orioles. And the Orioles, of course, have some talent, but it's not a great lineup. But I don't know, man. I'm kind of feeling like Robbie Ray might be back. What do you think?
1: Uh, I don't know if he's back in the sense that he's the same as he was last year. He's he's still not striking out uh, near the number of guys, and and, you know the ex-fip is a little bit higher and all that. So he's not as good as he was last year, but I think we all knew that was going to be the case. At least any reasonable person knew that was highly unlikely to happen. Uh, But, yeah, he looks a lot like the guy he was in 2017 when he was a four-win pitcher. Um, Stuff may look a little bit different, but overall the results are fine. Um, And, you know, over his last four starts, he's not only has he, you know, only given up, I believe, two earned runs. um, Not only is he averaging more than a strikeout per inning, he's going deep in all of those starts. He's going seven innings consistently. Uh, He's one of the leaders in innings pitched this year, and that's – huge when you consider just how often the mariners fail to get deep into the games i mean we've seen kirby only be able to go five a few times flexen seems to go five and a third every single time out uh, marco has struggled to get some distance so really gilbert has had to carry the load because you know when if gilbert doesn't then the bullpen has to carry it and we know the mariners bullpen isn't deep uh not as deep as it was last year so it's extremely hard for them to shoulder that load so more than anything, it, it's, it's Robbie Ray, you know, not only pitching extremely well, but doing it while eating up ton of innings. He's number two in, in, in baseball um, in innings pitch in the American league. Um, and that is a huge factor. He's, he's up to a win now in, in war. He was at, at one about a month ago. So uh, mm-hmm. he's been great. And, and in a lot, a lot of ways and, and, maybe the saving the 2022 season for the Seattle Mariners. Um, he's got some help. Certainly, you know, Julio is certainly doing his part. Jesse Winker, a really good month of, uh, of uh, but last night the Mariners needed Robbie Ray to be, you know, a, look like a Cy Young winner. They needed uh-huh. it because the offense was just getting shut down for the third game in a row. Uh, you know, they just kind of, Kicked the ball around the night before they looked disinterested. They looked disheveled. Uh, You know, the, the whole hangover from the brawl thing, there was a very real chance that last night could have slipped away. Had Ray not been as good as he was. And all of a sudden the Mariners have dropped a series. They've lost three in a row. Oh my God. They're giving back what they gained over the weekend, blah, blah, blah. And you just kind of start to travel down that path. But Robbie Ray was great. I mean, he, he almost threw another no hitter. I mean, it wasn't as dominant as his start against the angels. Um, but he very nearly threw a no hitter. The, the Baltimore Orioles literally had one hit um, walked three times. So uh, it was, I don't, it's a little bit of hyperbole to say it, but I I do feel a certain, I I think you can make a case that Robbie last night, Robbie Ray, and Jesse Winker saved the Mariners uh, season, at least for now, they could always fall apart later, but Mm -hmm. that's a huge win. Uh, You saw the emotion in the, in the ballpark. There's a, uh, there was some good electricity in the ballpark despite only being sixteen thousand people. Uh Winkers double, uh, which uh, doesn't happen without some really weird choices made by the yeah. by the first baseman uh last night. I believe that was Mount Castle. Yeah. Yeah. Some weird choices that he made on the Julio base hit, but, uh, <laughs> up, but yeah. two weird choices he made. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe even three, but <laughs> But the Mariners finally took advantage of the other team's mistake. It was the, kind of the first time the Orioles had, you know, shown any flaws because the Mariners did have several hard-hit balls, and the Orioles were catching everything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they make one mistake and Jesse Winker makes them pay for it. Uh barely. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, the next thing you know, it's it's Paul Seawall goes out there, he dominates his inning. Uh and the Mariners went two to nothing, and next thing you know, they they have some momentum and they win today. And look at that—a series win that you needed to have, which was very much in doubt after the first 16 innings of of the you know series that had been yeah. played so far.
0: Yeah, the offense looked dreadful again uh, through the first mm-hmm. seven innings of that game, and then uh, you know just being able to put together what they were able to do in the bottom of the eighth, uh, and then Winker you know capping it all off, and and Winker you know again today with three hits, so he's. He's really starting to get it together here, and it, I mean the suspension couldn't come at a, a at a worse possible time for him. So hopefully he's able to uh, pick up where he he's left off uh, whenever he ends up starting to, to serve that suspension, and we'll see how long it ends up being. For now, it's seven games, but he is appealing, so we'll see if that gets reduced to maybe five. Um, that would certainly help the Mariners to to be you know without him for as little time as possible. Uh, But, yeah, Robbie Ray has been fantastic over his last few starts. Over the last 29 and a third innings pitch uh, for Robbie Ray, he's only given up two runs. um, And that goes back to the uh, Astros start, which was a disaster for him through the first two innings of that game. But then the final three innings – didn't give up a run. You know, it still wasn't pretty for him, but he started using that two-seam fastball and he's been using it ever since and it's been a great weapon for him. Um, and he's mixing in a curveball here and there uh, a few times and that's kind of interesting. That's just a little wrinkle that he's thrown into his game and um, it's been really fun to watch him work, uh, to watch him work on some things and, and kind of figure out, um, you know, a new way to approach things. He's, he's kind of reinventing himself here in the month of June, you know, in implementing things that he has used in the past, things that he has utilized and had success with in the past, but some things that he's kind of gotten away from over the last couple of years as well. This is a different Robbie Ray than the one that we saw last year that won the American League Cy Young Award. But honestly, this one might even be more conducive to success than that version of Robbie Ray. Uh, He's not going to get the accolades and and all that stuff and, and the numbers might a little more skewed. but. Uh, right now I you know just him being able to keep the ball on the ground is huge. Uh, he hasn't given up a home run in his last four starts. He was second in baseball in home runs given up before that so that's that's massive that that he's turned everything around here and again, two hard hit balls in this whole game that's ridiculous. doesn't matter who you're pitching against that that's incredible um, that's absolutely as the kids say going to play. Uh, so, unfortunately, the Mariners got some uh, bad injury news again. The injury bug continues to bite them. Uh, last night, Taylor Trammell reaggravated the hamstring that he injured to start this year in Tacoma. He's now on the 10-day IL, and we don't know when he's going to be able to return. And the Mariners, quite frankly, you know, they didn't call up Jerry Kelnick today. They ended up uh, activating Marcus Wilson, who. By the way, congrats to Marcus Wilson on a walk in his first major league at bat. Very cool stuff. Uh, but the Mariners, you know, no offense to Marcus Wilson, need better than Marcus Wilson in the outfield uh, if they're going to uh, compete here in the in the next couple of weeks to in order to basically save their season. So we'll be talking about that in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked on Mariners is brought to you by Blue Nile. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as them with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. And Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft their perfect engagement ring, and each ring will be a one of a kind. Looking for fine jewelry, but having trouble choosing? Well, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7 available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. So make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Mariners listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement jewelry as well. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, plus every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com. Today, this episode of Locked On Mariners is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like "Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX?" and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to RockAuto.com at home and in your pocket. So why choose to spend thirty percent, fifty percent, even hundred percent more for the same parts from a chain store or a car? dealership for example a honda odyssey fuel pump is 353 dollars from a chain store whereas with rock auto it's only 216 dollars plus rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years and their prices are reliably low for every customer go to rockauto.com right after you're done listening to us and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need <laughs> rockauto.com Jerry Depoto needs to add an outfielder. Period. End of story. The Mariners cannot go on for the next couple of weeks in this very, very crucial point in the season, running some sort of outfield consisting of at least one of Justin Upton, Marcus Wilson, or Sam Haggerty or Dylan Moore. Just can't. Just can't have it. Just can't happen. Uh, this team has sustained too many injuries and it doesn't have the depth necessary to survive those injuries. And yeah, like I said, you know, Sam Haggerty has been pretty good, you know, every time that we've seen him this year, uh, he puts the ball in play, makes contact. I would instead like to have that guy coming off of my bench though, uh, rather than starting every single day in left field. The only reason why I'm pounding the table to start every day is just because of what else you have on this roster. That's it. That's the only reason. Uh, the Mariners need to get better uh, in the outfield right now. They've needed to get better in the outfield for a while. Uh, this is even before the Taylor Trammell injury. And uh, if Jerry Depoto says that this team is still competing, that he still believes in this team, and the Carlos Santana trade uh, exhibits that, and you know it reinforces that that stance one hundred percent, then he needs to go out and get an outfielder today. Not tomorrow, not a week from now, not two weeks from now, not after the all star break. Right now needs to happen. The, the Mariners cannot sit idly by and waste more time because they are going to start facing better teams and better pitching staffs. And i you know, as much as I like what Sam Haggerty has done here and what I, you know, and all the praise that we've sung here for Sam Haggerty. Um, Having someone like him, having someone like Marcus Wilson, having someone like Dylan Moore in a lineup consistently against teams like the Padres and Blue Jays, that's not going to get it done, most likely. You're running a pretty severe risk of having a black hole in your lineup. So Jerry DePoto has to get on the phone now. And has to figure out something to to get an outfielder. I frankly I don't really care who it is, just someone that's an an average major league bat at least and a decent enough glove that isn't just an absolute liability in a corner spot. Uh, they they need to do it because uh, Carlos Santana is just not enough. Colby, do do you have any maybe outfield outfielders in mind? Like I personally like Michael A. Taylor. We've talked about that. Um, oh, we've we've talked. To, We've talked a little bit about Garrett Cooper, but who who do you like?
1: You're asking me if I've maybe thought about who the Mariners should trade for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a rookie of you! <laughs> well, I guess we should start at the top of the list. Obviously, <laughs> Ben Gamble. Unfold, um, unfold the list and drop to only the floor, pounding the table for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who I've only been pounding the table for for six uh, weeks now. Um, which, by the way, I was right about. Oh, shocking. Um, but before we kind of, you know, before we, we do the whole, like, like, look, we need, to, we need to address something here because it's pretty. Kyle Lewis is not an option in the outfield. He's not. It sounds like he might start his re-episode again soon. Woo, we have him back by the all-star break. He's not an outfielder this year. So get that idea. Mitch Hanniger is at least a month away. At least, and that's probably from a rehab stint. So maybe by August you get Mitch back. There is no that doesn't exist, at least not until August to that point. That's fantastic for the Mariners in there. So saying, well, they just wait for Mitch they'll just wait. Neither are options. Uh because if they wait, they're already it's already too late. Um in terms of like players that they can go get yeah michael a taylor makes a lot of he's having a really good year this year he's not as good as his numbers would suggest but he's a good player and he can certainly help you defensively uh teammate andrew benatendi is yeah. is a guy who's already generating a lot of buzz and we know obviously the royals are looking to sell uh he does a lot of the things that jerry depoto offense in an offensive uh player so he makes a lot of sense as well um i think ian happ is a guy if you're looking for more of a you know, not a rental. You're looking for a, a multi year guy. It could be him. Ian Hat makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, some less sexy names who could still fit. Guys like Seth Brown, um, you know, Oakland, which I know everybody is. Uh, Uh, whatever, you know, he helps certainly help. So yeah, there are outfielders available. Be a trade. And, and I don't think you even need like an everyday guy. Can you go get a guy who hits right-handed pitch? You know, this is just like roll with Dylan Moore there. If I have to against the, um, but yeah, guys out there, there are going to be guys that make sense. Um, and, you know, honestly, there's probably going to be some guys who we didn't even picture as like a possibility that all of a sudden becomes available. I'll throw one out. Chaz McCormick. I mean, we know the Astros and the Mariners aren't afraid to trade yeah. with each other. And McCormick would be helpful. And, you know, Houston does have some needs. Uh, particularly maybe Seattle could help with that uh so yeah there, there are going to be guys available um on a really fun one i'll just throw this out there because we talked about it on a patreon show control the zone patreon.com slash control the zone uh cody Bell- <laughs> bellinger get adventurous Ooh, here yeah uh, he would be kind of interesting yeah. so yeah yeah so <laughs> there are plenty of guys randall gritchick um again you need a guy who good
0: (laughs) yes preferably it
1: doesn't matter he just has to be better than sam agri better than dylan moore better than justin upton which shouldn't be too hard to find her than justin upton but you never know so it's not jared kelnick's guy uh chanager's not that guy for at least a month um you know and and kyle lewis is not going to be that guy this year maybe it takes a little bit of time maybe you know what there's an article the other day about uh san diego really looking to offload some payroll so that they can go out and be be bigger players in the trade market. I don't, could you maybe get them from them? Uh, If you take on, say, I I don't know, Will Myers or whoever, you know, take on one of those big contracts. Could you do that? Maybe possible. Victor Robles. uh, (laughs) <laughs> rex grossman probably is available we'll cringe at that but gallo could be interesting like mm-hmm. there are a lot of guys who are out there that make a little um there are a lot that aren't going to cost a ton it's there's probably going to be some sticker shock with any decent major league bat you're going to be a surprise at first but basically all of them make sense and i mean i guess if you really wanted to go big then i guess you just go out and you pay the freight to get brian reynolds so long as you're not julio kirby or gilbert so yeah uh, plenty of guys out there that you can go get
0: all right, well, on that note, and your internet is kind of telling us to uh to sign off here. That's gonna do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners Podcast. For Colby Pat Node, I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at L O underscore Mariners. You can follow inside the Mariners at inside mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E, G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at C pat11, that's C P A T one one. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Just like you do here every day. Now make your second listen of the day, Locked On MLB Prospects. That's where host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. He's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts just like us. And with that, have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we will see you tomorrow. Peace.